Spartan Marching Band. Did you think we were scoring 40 points last week? Not a chance, but I didn't think we'd <laughs> give up 31. <laughs> I was like sitting in the stands, and it's like, it's not one thing, it's the other, right? Like, you always can, can you know, depend on the defense that they're going to, you know, give up. They haven't given up over, this is mostly given up in 16 games. They haven't given up over 30 points since Utah State last year. I think that's 16. And to give up 31 against an Indiana team. Indiana team that can have moved the ball decently this season, but I was shocked, shocked that we, I mean, we put up forty. Really, it's like thirty-four, right? But yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, said at the beginning of the year, I thought Indiana can have ha- always has and can move the ball. They can move the ball pretty well, and it's hard to judge them when you have their only Big Ten game against Ohio State, fifty-two ten. Um. Though, yeah, that fit that uh, Ohio State game too was close at half with Indiana. Yeah, and then again, let, let, let's be honest though. I also didn't think thirty-one points was going to be realistic here. But hey, I think that was nice to have in this game. Don't get me wrong; I'm not cheering for thirty-one points, but we needed to be a little suspect to be able to correct anything that down the road could affect us. I mean, there's definitely some areas of work that can be happened uh, this week at practice. It's definitely good to see the offense win the game for us once, right? I mean, it's been in the defense having to hold teams for the last about season, maybe mm-hmm. season and a half. And it's nice to see the offense pull their weight, win this one for us. Having two-minute drive there at the end to win the game. We can go over in a second. But yeah, it, was, like it, it was interesting to see everything. I know you want to probably talk about the last play, right? We, we'll go there at the end. but Yeah, but did you like what Lewerke said? <laughs> this is fun. He said he said to D'Antonio during during the drills or during the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, if he's <laughs> having a good time, that's awesome. I was not having a good time. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I will say this. I I talked to uh, my parents when they came back from up north, and I said, and they were rewatching it too because they didn't get the chance to watch it. So, and I said, you know what? I was in Denver and I I didn't get to see it, so I had to rewatch it too, and I missed the entire third quarter and had to like really watch the fourth quarter. So I rewatched the third quarter and go, Oh my God, it goes score three and out score three and out. And then a missed bomb. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this could be it. This is, could be where the turn of the tide turns. Thankfully they didn't make that like 70 yard bomb that was beat. But yeah, I think we only had the ball one possession there in the third quarter, three and out. Indiana really held held the ball all of the third quarter. Didn't let us get it back. They had the field goal start on their first possession in the second half, and then they had a touchdown the very first play or maybe the second play of the fourth quarter. Yeah. When that <laughs> wide receiver from Indiana, just little boy, uh, Josiah Scott in the corner, just manned up. Scott just looks <laughs> so small compared to that guy. Like, he's like, I'll take that. But first half, it was great to see him move the ball. I mean, from the start, I mean, Daryl Stewart had two touchdowns. The second one was just—I mean, Lowerke just dropped it in the bucket. He did. And there, we you know the key. You like to see that. That's the kind of stuff that you miss from like four years ago. It's like, oh yeah, we can make a play. Yeah, That's man. pretty wide open. Stewart's been really 
doing really well. I mean, this uh, wide receiving core, I would say, is one of the it's one of our strengths on this team. But in general, in like the last ten years, I'd say, I don't, we could, I don't want to maybe dive all the way into it, but maybe one of the weaker receiving groups we've had on a team for Michigan State in, in successful years, like when years when we we're actually maybe not the year we went three and nine, but in successful years where we're in bowl games. Maybe one of the less explosive, at least, groups. So it's good to see those big plays from uh, from Stewart. Exactly. When you have like a Tony Lippett, or even when Felton Davis wasn't yeah, really Davis, injured. Aaron Burbridge, Tony Burbridge, Lippen, got BJ Cunningham. Oh my God, I love when Cunningham was there. That was like Benny the start Fowler, of it. Keith Mumphrey, and these guys. Some of them would take the lid off the you know the defense. We don't really have that this year. So it's good to see. Maybe they didn't take it to the house, but big catches obviously in the last drive by by Stewart. Some big catches by Cody. C.J. Hayes did a good job moving the sticks many times, sitting down or at the sticks, moving moving the sticks. So, Yeah, he made a couple good grabs that kind of gets you the eye saying, okay, we have a core. We have a receiver core. And, I mean, obviously, like you said, Stewart, Stewart's been unbelievable. You know, and I always thought of him as the number two, and I don't know why I thought that. You know, obviously, you, you look at Cody White. And granted, Cody White had some incredible grabs this past game, too. Dropped one. Um, could be on the worky a little bit behind, but hit him in the hands. So, yeah. you know, you got to catch it. That could have been a touchdown. Um, but, I mean, three or four grabs that were just tough grabs to make. Tangent on here for a second, but speaking of the wide receivers, I was thinking about it yesterday. Because I was thinking, man, this is like, you know, as I said earlier, maybe not the most explosive group they've had in a while, but. You look at who we lost to attrition, whether it was transfer, whether they left the team. We lost a Tristan Jackson, who's playing well at Syracuse. Yep. Hunter Risen, who had a great season as a freshman, who decided to, to leave leave the yep. program for one year. Obviously, Donnie Corley, who was a great talent, but he obviously left or kicked out of the program. As you should. So those are three players that would probably be playing right now. You know, who even knows where a Cody White would be or a CJ Hayes would be? Behind. I mean, Stewart would definitely be playing. Cody would probably be playing, but. You might see some other guys really up there. Some of those guys to take the lid off the the defense. So, for what we have, it's kind of a tangent there. But for what we have, I think they had probably their best game. Has um, and when we think about like catching, right? Has the tight end group made any improvements in your eyes? Yeah, of course. I mean, Cybert. I mean, shit. Who who would have thought the guy transferred from Buffalo a couple of years ago? We have two highly recruited. T- recruited tight ends in Dotson and Gillison, but he's the one that steps up, Seibert is. So the double move he put on for the touchdown to go 28-24, <laughs> that was a thing of beauty. I mean, that if you rewatch those plays, it's like, man. I think Stop on Twitter I've watched it like 50 times yeah, right now. Yeah, I mean, it's unreal. But it was, oh, that was good to see. I mean, it was good to see Eli. I mean, he didn't as many yards as before, but he just runs with authority. Um, got to see Ant Williams a little bit in there. The one that sucked was we could have gone up bigger, like early in the game. Mm-hmm. Went down first drive, missed field goal, which it's hard to are see you, that are again. Gonna, are you going to say are we <laughs> are we in a worried moment for the kicking game now? At that moment when we missed the first one, I was I was very worried. I, I think this might be a season thing. And then, then we went down, scored seven, mm-hmm. and then we had the wide open pass to Ant Williams on the third down. <sighs> And that could have made it – shit, he might have gone to the house. That would have been 17 nothing from the start. Instead, we go four and fourth down. We don't get it. 
They then yep. go down, tie it up at 7-7. Seven, seven. It's like, man, we could be up 17-0 right now on these guys. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's 7-7. Seven, seven, so, yeah, the kicking, I mean, obviously it was good to see the two made in the fourth quarter, a big one. Uh, we were up 28-24 to go up by a touchdown, put it at 31-24, and then obviously the last kick of the game. It's a chip what shot, but still it's the pressure, right? It is, and it's funny. I was watching that at a bar here. We were a couple craft breweries down, uh, <laughs> and one of my buddies here who's not a Michigan State fan, but you know, a lot of people that are I, I work with or are friends with that aren't Michigan State fans can find a way to be fans of Michigan State. It's not a hard program to not like and cheer for on a Saturday. So he starts watching it, and we get the big bomb and then the worky run, and I said, okay, just kill the clock, put the ball in the middle, take some knees, get rid of it, kick it at three seconds. He's like, no, you got to score the touchdown. you got to go for it. I said, absolutely not. I just need to squeak by and win this right now. So yeah, I'm glad that we did that. It's a debate. I would see either way. So now when Lewerke – so obviously to get down there with the bomb from Stewart was great. Then Lewerke gets the 30-yard run. Do you think he went down on purpose? He says he did. No, absolutely not. He got caught. Do you think? <laughs> uh-huh, 100%. I rewatched it many times. He looks – if you – I was yelling at the game too. You can see him when he breaks through the line. He looks to his left to see if someone's there, and he looks to his right, and he kind of slows down a little bit. Now he says he stopped on purpose. Oh, I don't know. He don't he know. does like does a somewhat of a dive forward when he gets to the one. I don't. That's the thing. Is he diving for the end zone or is he diving to just go down and get hit? It's hard to tell. If he either way, I see both sides. So this is what I'll talk about. What happened and what I liked and didn't like there at the end. I liked that they were smart and went down and killed the game. It doesn't matter nope. what you went by. It doesn't matter. Nope. So. The issue was on third down, they had one timeout left. Yes. The clock was ticking down, and there was yes. the clock for the game clock was at forty-eight seconds, and the and obviously the forty seconds for the play clock. Right there, I don't understand why Mark lets it go down to eight and then take the timeout <clears throat> when instead you could just kneel it, Get down take it to seconds. two or three. And then take the timeout. And I know people say, "Well, if you bobble it, you can, you know, do something." But I, I want to end the game. I don't even want to let Indiana have a chance to get the ball back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have a kick return. So for a I touchdown. think that was a miss. It was just a miss. They didn't handle it's it. mismanagement. It's, it's mismanagement again. It's the clock management, it's, it's, and the same thing with Arizona State that it happened again, and that kind of worried me a little bit. Now, for me, even on that third down, what I would have done, and I wouldn't even kneel that. I would have tried to score it. Because then at least you get the seven. But what if you fumble? You fumble. Just don't fumble. <laughs> Just don't fumble. Yeah, I know. I hear you. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Indiana was letting debate. a score too. That's the thing. They were exactly. Letting a score. They, they the first down would have been a let score for sure. Because um, obviously you had to in their position. You can't you can't win the game by stopping us. Which is funny that two years ago when we played Indiana at Spartan Stadium, they let a score. We were up ten yep. to nine, and LJ busted one. And then I was like, oh, that was. Good. And then as I, he was running on the field, I was like, why is Indiana not even chasing him? Because they let him score. Yep. And then they were, now we're up 17-9. Now they still have the ball with, the, with down eight, you know, only one possession. So as, soon, as soon as we got to the one, I was like, Indiana's going to try and let us score here. Now are we not going to? And they didn't, which was smart. But obviously everyone's worried at the same time letting us kick it because, like, 
he's missed so many. He's missed so many, so it's like. Though I felt like this was a chip shot. You know, oh, I, yeah. I had he had to have. I, I was not worried going into this. If he had missed this one, then we have a bigger issue in our. So here, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So he makes it, it gives him the confidence back, right? Game winner, even though it's for twenty six yards or was it twenty three yards? Yeah, it was. I think it was twenty nine yards. Twenty six. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's been twenty nine yeah, yeah. yarder. Under thirty. Whatever it was, he makes it. Everyone's happy. He gets his confidence back, right? He hit the last two of the game. Say you misses that. Confidence Season's is gone. I mean, do we, who's our backup? Confidence is shot at that point. If you miss it, you're, go, you're going a for chip shot longs. to win the game, and, to, and you miss it from that short. Confidence is shot. Yeah, then you're starting to go on fourth and long to the thirty yard so, line. It was a risk. I mean, it worked out. You play the odds. You play the probability. You know. Yeah, and the probability is so high. You have that's the that's the only way you can handle the game. Though I do agree with you. We should have took the third down knee. Yeah, just really it to, got down to three, two seconds. Or three seconds and kick it. We don't have to kick it out because then even at the last play, like. We got lucky. Where we got lucky in that is they jumped over the center, so they got the 15 yard personal foul. So they kick from the 50. So then that means they can't even return it. Because obviously, I think it's harder. It's easier to stop a hook and ladder and all those different things than it is a punt return, kick, kick return. Yeah. I mean, because they're coming yeah. down full speed. So the fact that we got that 15 yarder, let us kick it from the 50, kick it out of the end zone, perfect. Then hook and ladder to go 75 yards. I mean, odds on that are. Obviously, saw it happen. He, he he tried to throw it away. I don't know what he was doing. He threw it behind his head. But I mean, he was trying to make to a play. The, what are you going to yeah. do? You're getting dragged down. You got you had to make keep the play alive. The second the ball's dead, then game you, over. You got so. the ref putting up safety signs. That's how you know refs are, these refs are terrible. <laughs> how are you going to put a safety <laughs> sign when it's a, clearly a touchdown? <laughs> I even saw him, me and my brother were laughing about it. Like as soon as he put this safety sign up, the other ref came in and. It, did the touchdown sign and the guy that did safety would just like shrug his shoulders like oh whoops my bad like <laughs> like come on dude what are we getting for referees this yeah. year it's ridiculous yeah, yeah. some of those pe- I mean pass interference calls were out there were but that's, well, that's, that's college football though I mean half the time you throw a deep either you have fifty fifty chance like I yep. s- either you probably like thirty percent thirty five thirty three percent chance or thirty percent you catch it twenty percent chance you get a penalty and fifty percent chance you don't catch it so it's the odds of you to go deep are smart in college football. There's so many flags. Well, that final drive for Indiana. I mean, how many flags? Yeah, two pass interferences and then a roughing the passer. 45 yards on penalties. And, and you know, the roughing passer is a hard one. I mean, yeah. yeah you got to call That's that. That's today's game, that. too. It is. But, I mean, it just happened to be one guy ran into the quarterback. Quarterback ran back into the other guy. I mean, Josh Butler has had a pass interference in every game now, I think. I know. Uh, he sat, you know, even talked about it last night. D'Antonio said that Gervin went in, and it wasn't for an injury. So it was for coach's decision. So we'll see. I will, he'll probably start. He'll probably start on Saturday, but it's interesting to see Gervin. Gervin got a pass interference as well, one in the end zone. He did well one time to turn around and knock one away late in the fourth quarter. I Butler knows, I think, more what to do than Gervin does, like systematically and schematically. Yeah. But the the talent level, I think Gervin's better athletically. It's just getting it all down. Yeah, but, but then I think it just really puts us on suspect on that, right? Yeah, I mean everyone's you going. Know, the they're all going at Butler, but they're going at Scott too. Scott's little, and that's he's a he's a great DB. I think the size is, was one, which nothing you can do about yeah. it. But but even then too, I mean they were hitting the edges. You know they weren't really trying to streak it. Besides the one in the third quarter, but you yeah. know. If uh, what scares me into going to next week would be those kind of areas, and they Indiana's playing the flats pretty well. 
So we'll see. We'll see how. So who is your player of the game? Let's start with offense. Daryl Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, two touchdowns makes it. For he sure. did have a drop touchdown one, but other than that, I mean, the guy was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I think Lewerke soared a couple, had a couple bad decisions, but overall played good. And that's all we need Lewerke to do is play good. You know, I don't need him to be great. Uh, though if he was, we'd really move forward. But um, I really think it, w- it was on Daryl Sturch, uh, Stewart's sh- shoulders this week. Yeah, I mean, I'll, he's mentioned him. I'll go with the work he's player of the game. He let he was a leading rusher, had some big runs in there, did a good job. RPOs, he's doing a great job. Yeah, picking the read. His, picking his spots to run, not taking too many hard hits, and then just you know, three hundred yards passing, a couple touchdowns. Good game. Yeah, All good right, game. on defense, who's your guy? Antoine Simmons. I mean, yeah, this duh. guy. Duh. I mean, he's duh. like <laughs> he. If he was a little taller, he maybe. But he, I mean, he's out there. He, He's like the prototypical pro linebacker. The speed, he's got the vision, knows his role. I mean, that fourth, that fourth and uh, one that Indiana had in the first half when they went forward and they went east and west was just probably the yeah. worst coaching decision to have to make when you have a guy like that playing outside linebacker. He just reads it, guns straight down, he, loss of four. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, easy tackle for him. He's all over the ball. He's all over the place. The only thing that. It wasn't him that frustrated me about the defense. Is that bubble screen, bubble screen, yep. bubble screen, yep. screen again. It's just like, and we don't really change the, our our defense really. We never go to like a nickel. We keep in the three linebackers, and it's tough for a, a, a linebacker to get tough out for there a Simmons even play. or even a, a Thompson out there to be playing a guy in the slot. You really make our you put our guys on an island to make plays. A few times they're going, they're going to make their plays. They're going to make their tackles here and there, but it's putting them in tough positions all the time, and we're never changing our base our base defense, which is fine because how well we've been playing it. But when when it happens over and over again, you know, they're, what you're doing in that offense is, per, I mean, that defense is pretty much expecting the offense to mess up, whether it's drop pass, a bad throw, a penalty. You know, and that's and that's kind of the idea too, right? It's it's getting into the backfield, yeah. disrupting the quarterback. And I mean, we have one sack, seven ta- uh, seven tackles for loss, but we said no know, time to get to the quarterback. We have to throw I know. Him quick. I so. mean, he had only six hurries, yeah, in that game, and so, I mean, six hurries on forty two attempts. Yeah, you know, I mean, it seemed like I mean, he had like what twenty completions in a row. Penix, yeah, did. so Played like. I mean, if you're going to put those guys on a on an island on slot receivers, and the next couple of games are going to be good receivers with speed, you know, you got to get to this quarterback. So, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong, defense line does really well. Still held the run game. We just got to get to that quarterback now. Yeah, you know, when you start playing the Ohio States, Penn States, Wisconsin's, got to him a couple times, which was good. But yeah, when you're when he's that efficient. Which I didn't think he, you know, we didn't know much about him. He hasn't played that many games. Been hurt the last couple. You can see he's going to be a playmaker. Penix is for Indiana going yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah, he is. He was he was very very good. He throws a very catchable ball. He can move around back there. He's got a great arm. He dropped that one in the bucket on us there and to tie the game at thirty one at the end. He's going to be good. It was tough to see him. It was just tough to see us like die. A thousand. It almost like die a thousand deaths, like over and over again. You know it's coming, and they keep doing it. They keep doing it. 
like I said, that third quarter just killed me. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> it kept going negative. It was it, it, score, three and out, score, three and out. And then the, I swear, if you go back and look at that bomb, if they would have made that catch, oh, no. either was gone. Well, that's the or thing. We did change for that one second, right? Let me do that. Oh God, that could have been. That could have been. It'd be like, okay, they go first and ten, and we get, you know, we get it. Make they do their bubble screen, we st- or they do a run play, which I don't know why they'd ever do that. Cause they actually, they did gashes a couple times. We usually would stop them. So say it's second and nine, it felt like a win, right? Yeah. And then they do a bubble screen and get four yards. So now it's third and five, and you're like, all right, third down, let's get off the field. Bubble screen, six yards, first down. And it'd be like you're repetitive. It just like take all three downs. And that's what they wanted to do, right? They wanted to keep our offense, I mean, our defense on the field a lot. They got gassed. You could tell when these drives were taking so long. I mean, they had nine extra minutes on TOP. <sighs> yeah, they us. did. They did well. They did well. That's. We'll see if teams going forward will do the same. It might have been the uh, the calling card. That's been the calling card against Michigan State for how many years now? We know. Like, oh. we've been complaining about bubble screens since we've been in school. You know. <laughs> All right, let's there. shift it. Let's shift it to next week. Let's talk Ohio State. The game. <laughs> Night game, 7.30 in the in shoe. Columbus. <laughs> Where they're all blacks. They're going to black out on us. So interestingly enough, I was in a bar in Denver, and I met a bunch of Ohio State fans. Go figure. And nice guy. Very, very nice. And they're very uh, warming. Had a couple drinks with them. And we talked about next week. And I said, okay, well, you got a really good team. I think Justin Fields is a deal. And one of them goes immediately goes, yeah, but D'Antonio takes this to us in Columbia or Columbus. And I didn't think about that. I was like, yeah, we really play good down there, you know, outside of one game. But he's won their twice. Anything, he's won their twice. If there's anything to motivate you as a Spartan right now, four and one, ranked 25th, this is a game to play up for. And I don't know if Ohio State, you know, with now with Ryan Day there. Yep. Are you gonna? Are they gonna come on play? So they will. I mean, they're yeah. amazing. But so Ohio State every year has that game, right? That game where they don't Purdue look like Ohio year. State. So last year was Purdue. Year before that was Iowa. Year before that might have been us, man. Shit, we beat them seventeen, yeah, late seventeen sixteen, and we were yep. a three and nine football team, and they came in at number two. So it's usually on the road where they let down. So that's one going against the trend there that I don't see happening. But they always play down one. Now they do have, they do like playing us. You know, they, they're not their rival, but we they always got to go through us, right, to get to the, the Big Ten championship. We're always a thorn in their side. About two years ago, we went down there after we beat Penn State, and it was for whoever won that game was going to be the Big East leader going into the final <laughs> two weeks, and they beat us forty-eight-three. They had just lost to Iowa the week part. before, though, so they were definitely like got blown out. They were all guns ablaze and ready to beat us right so i know i think i guess if in a schedule wise yes it's early but like this is a, this is a good time to if at, at, at any time that you're going to play ohio state yeah. and we talked uh, about the bubble screens and you know maybe the book being out ohio state won't in nope. my opinion won't do that for the reason as they're ohio state right they're not they don't going, change they're not going to change for michigan state they're going to do what no. they do they're going to run their stuff and expect it to work and if I see more than three bubble screens, I'm gonna call you out next uh, week. Yeah, they make they made <laughs> say with say we're stopping their stuff, then I would go to it, right? At some point you just gotta win. So you say know, in the first you half, know. you know, we're say we're tied ten ten going in at halftime and they're running their stuff, it's not working, bubble screen us to death. They got the guys that can take it to the house. Now Justin Fields is the truth. 
I really think he's one of the top quarterbacks. Could be Heisman candidate here. Oh, yeah. It, this team is amazing. Receiver core is good. Two backs. Best offensive line. I mean, I wish <laughs> yeah, I had the offensive two, line. Two guys on defense probably going top ten. It's so how, how do we stop Ohio State? You know, what? what is the key thing that we're going to need to do to stop that offense from moving? So the key thing for me, and it's just what our calling card is going to have to be, is we just have to stop the run. We have to try to make them one-dimensional in a way. Like That's the yeah. only way. And force turnovers. So we try to make them one-dimensional in a way, stop Dobbins and Fields on the ground, force them to throw. He's a good thrower too, but at least that's what that one-dimensional, if we can make one-dimensional, possibly cause some turnovers. That's the one way we do it. I don't see the weather being bad like it was a couple of years ago down there where we can muck it up. But <laughs> I've, I've had people tell me they wish it rains. I said, I don't know if that's going to help our offense. Yeah, I mean, we need our offense. Needs to, we just got to play. We got to play a clean, a clean game on our own end, right? We got to be able to not turn the ball over. Yeah. That's that great defense they have. Yeah. We have to run the ball. It's almost the exact opposite. We got to stop their run. We got to run it. We got to turn the ball over. We can't turn it over. I, I got to agree with you here. I think the big thing is we got to contain Justin Fields. You know, I don't know if we're going to have to spy him uh, for the game or not, but we're going to have to contain him. And you're right. If we can make him one-dimensional. Now, here's here's where it's going to put in. That means Butler and Scott have to play their best game. No doubt. Have to. At 100%. tight coverage. Tight coverage. And you know what? We are going to get a deep bomb on us at least twice. There are going to be 40-yard bombs that are completed, and they're going to be hype about it. It's going to happen, but we got to let it go because if you can keep it to two and keep – drives to field goals there's a shot that's what's going to be the big difference you know and how many three and outs do we have versus that they have i think that's going to be a big telltale if we can stall them we might have a shot and i think top is going to play a big role yeah slow the game down for sure. slow them down we might have a shot it's a long drive make sure our defense is staying fresh be huge we're throwing stuff out there but still at the end of the day it's going to take something we haven't seen yet this year from either team for us, I believe, to win. If Ohio State plays their A game, they've been playing. Like Say they played like they played last week now. Nebraska may be somewhat of a fraud this year with all the hype they got. But still, if they go up 48-7 to seven to fraud win the 40. Alert. <laughs> to maybe win, to go up 48-7, give a late touchdown to even score any points for yeah. Nebraska. It's like... It's gonna be tough, so, no doubt. I mean, it's gonna be tough. That's why. But where it's twenty, you know, it's a twenty and a half. Twenty and a half is the know, spread right, right now. now. So yeah, I mean, three touchdown favorite. I mean, do you think we cover? Mm, so this is what I said earlier. I I said thirty eight fourteen. So that would not be a cover. No, I don't think we do. I think their offense is just rolling too much. You know, after what we saw this past week, our offense is good, but man, that offense from Ohio State, yeah. I'm going to say 34-17. 34-17. So that would be a cover. It's with these games, though, where I, th- I enjoy these games. It's somewhat of a different uh, feel going into it. Like when you go play at Indiana, I'm almost more nervous because, like, we got to win this one. It's one that we have to get. One we have to get. Where Ohio State, it's more like. Love being the underdog. Yeah. We love it. And I love it. Chip on the shoulder. I love that. I'm more carefree going into it when you're kind of expecting, like, probably not going to win this one. Like, they just have more yeah. talent all over the field than we do. Now, I'm going to be hoping and praying, praying the football gods this weekend. Because if we do win this one, this is going to be sick. Because then we're going to roll into this next week where we go live in Wisconsin. 
Yeah, this is a hell of a stretch, man. At Ohio State, at Wisconsin, then home Penn State with a bye in between there. But yeah, that's and they're two road games back to back. Probably the top two teams in the Big Ten. Yeah, tough schedule. So what's successful out of those three? So how many do you have to win to make it a success? Success two minimum two. Got to win two. Can't, can't come out here winning Penn State and lost these two. So you're saying you know, if you win, still, if you win one out of the three, no good. No good at all. Even if it's Ohio State and you lose Wisconsin, Penn State, because then I go, well, what was the point of being Ohio State? You wasted it. Right. You know, you got to go out there. Three would be phenomenal, and I'd be ecstatic. And three's not happening, bud. I don't <laughs> either. <laughs> if we if we win two, I would be crazy impressed. I don't think we win two. I think we we think we can get one. I think we can get one. I don't know which one it's going to be. I don't. I don't think it's this weekend. But I think it can be two after watching Wisconsin Northwestern. Yeah, we'll they touch. Yeah, I mean, it was bet on that one. Told you. Yeah. For those at home, yeah. I text Jake Friday night. I said, "Just bet on Northwestern." <laughs> I'm telling you right now, they are covering that spread. Let's put it this way: I put four bets down. That was the only one that covered. <sighs> <It's> on <it. laughs> well, there you go. You should text me next so, time. I went three. Yeah, three I'm only texting weekend. you now when it comes to laying down lines. But uh, yeah, we can touch them more in house. I mean, Wisconsin next week. But yeah, that. They're a good running team. We stopped the run. Yep. But Ohio State, it's going to be fun. We'll see what this team's made of. I'm excited to see Lewerke, senior, you know, senior game go down there, see if he can sling in a little bit, see how these freshman running backs handle the uh, the environment. It's going to be crazy. They get real loud down there. They do indeed. Have you been down there before? I've never been. Never been. Me either. I don't know if I ever will. Those guys are crazy. Oh, I, I know I definitely will. Oh, you will. 100% will. Oh, 100%. You know, all the trips that we're going. You know, Wisconsin's coming up this year. We're, we're booking Iowa for sure. You already we're know we're degenerate going to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I think that's good to wrap it up here for, for this week. Uh, as always, if you want to reach out to us, uh, you can email us at redseedwrap at gmail.com. As always, go green. Go white.